What's up, y'all? We are back. Last call sports. Breaking news. Dave Portnoy buys back Barstool Sports. There's no more pin gaming. For the first time in over 10 years, there will be no restrictions on his content. What do you think about that, Doc? I mean, it's a lot more lucrative, I think, for Penn in the long run. I think it's going to be a good move for him. I know that ESPN could not have anything to do with Barstool. So um, I think it's a good move on, like, all parties, honestly. I think that you're looking in the future, you're going to see Barstool take another leap, I think. Um, Portnoy itself, I mean, just he, he's everywhere. <laughs> he's a genius. So, I mean – ESPN bets coming from this is going to be absolutely nuts. Like it's going to be crazy. It's going to be absolutely crazy. So, I think it's overall it's, it's a great move. It's a great move. I think that you know, with how Penn was, you know, being over like an HR of Barstool, I don't think Barstool could do everything they wanted to do. Mm-mm. And uh, I think we're about to see a lot more crazy stuff than you know we've seen in a long time from them, which was cool. That's why I started bar- watching Barstool. Yeah, you know yeah, that's yeah. how you watching because you just didn't know what you were going to see yeah. every single time they pulled up. So that was cool. And but, you don't have freedom of speech in corporate world. No, and, and that's where they want. Yeah, and that's world. what they want, so. dude. I mean, that Barstool honestly is a it's an HR nightmare. If you oh, think yeah. about it. They got, the degenerates that they have there are, right. <laughs> you know, it's it's that's got to be tough by itself. So oh, that's I mean, constant write ups. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I think it's going to be good going well, forward. Here's here's the quick rundown of, of what the story is mm-hmm. apparently. So, 117 million monthly viewers to ESPN, mm. compared to about seven million monthly visitors to Barstool Sports. So it's a no brainer from Penn to partner with ESPN to be able to get this and and blow it up to something that the sports book it is blow it up to something that Barstool was not going to be able to do because of the the corporate backlash they were getting. And when you're fighting against uh, big, you know, sports betting giants like FanDuel and DraftKings, you've got to partner with somebody that can get into corporate world and make some noise, which ESPN will be able to do that. Mm. Um, But apparently there was no money involved in the transfer. Apparently Dave got Barstool back for zero dollars. Just wow. how do you do that? Just, He's a apparently, this is the word on the street. But apparently, he got it back for that. But the kicker is, and this is why I believe Dave said that he'll never sell, is because if he ever does sell or brings in any other ownership group, fifty percent goes to Penn mm. in the future. So I think that's how they structured the deal. Um, which I think it's a win-win for both people. Dave gets his voice back, which is the most important thing, which and, everybody wants to see. Yeah, and then Penn gets to pursue their main goal of creating a uh, sports book giant. So my thing is, what does that do to everybody else? Like all these other books, you know, like DraftKings, FanDuel, um, you know, whoever, you know, all these smaller books, like Barstool's book. Like, do you think that just depletes it completely? Well, it's crazy to think because think about how many people DraftKings is, is part or partnered with and then FanDuel are partnered it's with. everywhere. Is everywhere. ESPN about to get in there? And, and then they also, take everything? We're forgetting about better too. Jake Paul's. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, yeah, that's up. And they've been growing. So I, walking around Disney and all of a sudden you see ESPN bets right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to be sitting there yeah. be like, hey, uh, do you either want to go ride the Hulk or do you want to put a bet in? <laughs> Over under three and a half rides on the Tilt-A-World. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, what Betting is, on anything. What is the how over and under on how long this ride lasts? Yeah. <laughs> it's a small world, dude. Over under oh, two okay. hours. Yeah. You know, like. Well, oh, I think it's, it's funny. It, it's it's going to be awesome. And I 
you know, I just now thought about this, but it might open up to, you know, I know that there's an amateur deal with sports. You know, college was once considered an amateur sport, mm. so there was no betting, you know, there was no money being involved or anything mm. like that. With ESPN getting involved now and ESPN being basically a king of all sports, no matter what age, I mean, when does it come to a point where they're able to bet on high school games and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, no, yeah. Very corrupt, in, in my opinion, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. when does it happen? Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. whole deal is is, is a win-win, though, for, for Barstool, well, for Dave and for um, Penn. And Penn's stock uh, – Gonna skyrocket. It. What was it before we went live? Uh, oh, it's already gone up. Yeah, it's already gone. It's up. gonna skyrocket. But then also too, like we were saying, some of these guys out there, these analysts, they sway the line so much already. Like mm-hmm. Shams before the NBA draft, mm-hmm. what did he say? Like he said that some team liked some dude, and then all of a sudden that changed the fact that you yeah, know, I, his line changed for whatever round he was gonna get drafted or whatever pick it was. I mean. Does well, I mean, it's just like Will Levis being the betting favorite to go second overall <laughs> yeah. and then slips to the first or the early second round. Inside job. Inside job. <laughs> somebody got paid. Yeah. Somebody got paid. And somebody lost money. That somebody also hates Malik Willis. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Will Levis still going to be the best quarterback. <laughs> just kidding. All right, hot take. Hot take. Oh, you said it last week. You can't yeah. take it back. <laughs> I, picked him, I picked him up in fantasy right after you said that. You convinced me. Yeah. I had reasoning God. behind it, though. Who'd you drop for Will Levis? Uh, nobody. I had a free spot. Okay. <laughs> and Will Levis Put him on the taxi squad. As <laughs> soon as Kareem Hunt goes to the Saints, uh, and he be... becomes available, Will Levis will be dropped. <laughs> will Levis on the taxi squad is yeah, going to be taking I just want to pick him up dude. just to make Logan look good. Yeah, make it look like somebody I appreciate that. I'll take any and all support. No. <laughs> Rallying back to college. Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about conference realignment. Mm-hmm. Oregon and Washington are headed to the Big Ten. Only leaves four teams left for the Pac-12. Okay, we've got Stanford, California, Oregon State, and Washington State. So what's next for that? You know, is the Pac-12 over? Where will these four remaining teams go? Like, mm-hmm. what, what, what do we think about these super conferences? I mean, how, how many does that make the Big Ten now? Like 16, 18? Dude, it's going to be the Big 24 between two and long. I mean, fast, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not for it, man. I, don't, I hate the missiles and the realignments and everything. Hey, I, I saw like something it. today about it. And uh, it was uh, Missouri's coach, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about how all the realignment, everybody's thinking about football, mm-hmm. but nobody's thinking about baseball, softball, soccer, all this stuff, and how it's going to affect them and travel time because they're all flying commercial. They're all oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And baseball, you know, plays a hundred thousand games yeah. in a week. So and those those programs or those sports have, don't don't have near the amount of funding coming in to, to help with all those types of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially in sports like baseball and basketball, where you're playing in the middle of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's a little different in college, but I'm gonna sound like a dad here. But you know, that's a school night. <laughs> so you know, I mean, it's different when you're playing. A, you know, college football, it's, yeah. it's gonna be every Saturday. I know there's certain right. circumstances and things, but. You know, when you talk about those other sports, you're talking about, right. you know, a, a Tuesday night game. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a full weekend swing in baseball. I mean, like you said, it's just a lot more to it. And not only for the, the school and the players, but, you know, for those parents, too. Right. Because so, they want to travel. They want to see the exactly. kids Exactly. Oh, yeah. Baby boy's playing tonight. But my, you know, I'm going. My thing is I don't have a lot of sympathy for a lot of these college athletes anymore just because of how much money, the money they're, they're making. They're making. You know, well, I mean, the it's big ins- college athletes. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah, when you got, you're out there Small doing shot ones. put. Or, you know, well, like yeah, the yeah. Shot, all, 
think about all the shot put players. Not only are they having to see these people walk around <laughs> campus that are college athletes with Making them. Making all this money. Driving in Maseratis, but they got to go to gotta, practice. Now they got to take a yellow wagon gotta, from Oregon to yeah. Rutgers. But to be yeah. fair, with shot put, what are you going to do after yeah, that's true college too. anyway? You're not getting paid a bunch of money to play shot put. You but shout be, out to shot put. Bottom I mean, we like shot put. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Bottom of a basket toss for <laughs> NFL cheerleading group. Hey, so that's a good route to go into. All shot put players, take it. <laughs> we are looking for NIL deals yeah. for shot put players. <laughs> yeah, well, speaking a lot. Of college football and moving. Let's talk about transfers. Gruber, I haven't heard you talk tonight. You're being quiet. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, man. so talk to me. Talk to me. There's a lot of moving parts around right now. Mm-hmm. Transfer portals wide open. Who's who's the who's who's making a big impact? Who who's stacking players? Before we get into it, have y'all seen how hard Bama got hit by the transfer portal? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean it's unreal. You know, I talked last week about how Alabama scared me for the wrong reasons, and this is one of the big reasons. Saban is usually on top of his stuff when it comes to the transfer portal. I think Mm -hmm. they brought in three guys, Mm -hmm. four guys. Hey, but time out though. Saban just bought a sixteen million dollar mansion in Jupiter (laughs) Island. Well, Saban's doing all right. All right, is is he in there? But I think too, like Alabama was their best, one of their best transfers that tight end. What was his name? Uh, CJ Dupree. Maryland to Alabama. I heard he's supposed to be solid. But, I mean, like, I don't think they got any, like, studs or anything like that at all. Like, I think they added a couple here and there. My thing is, did you see that Florida guy, what he said? Uh, yeah. Yeah, shout out to him. We're I not mean, starting on this He tonight. literally, he goes, hey, there's no difference in talent level between Florida and Alabama. But when you think about it. Which gives me as a Florida fan a lot of hope. When you think about it, there's not that big of a talent gap between any of the SEC schools. Of course, Vanderbilt at the bottom. But when right. it comes to Texas A&M, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Tennessee, those guys, there shouldn't be that large of a talent gap. Hey, yeah. you're talking, you know, trash about Vanderbilt, but still smash the money line. <laughs> yeah, smash week one Vanderbilt. I, smash the covers. Week zero, there, week zero, zero. Yes. Vandy. I like, I like Vandy. 18 and a half. It's yeah. probably gone. It's probably. I don't know what the active line is right now, but, I mean, dude, when it was, I mean, smash. you smack it. No, but there are a ton just outside of Alabama. When, you come, when you're talking about transfers, I mean, Dominic Lovett to Georgia. Mm-hmm. I That's mean, the rich huge. get richer all over again. All over again, man. <laughs> all over again. You got Trey Knox to South Carolina. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't buy the South Carolina hype. I don't know where y'all are on that, but mm-hmm. Shane Beamer is doing a bunch of the right things. I mm-hmm. do. I love Beamer. Nah. Did you, you see the video they made the other day of uh, him, running? him running outside? Yeah. One of the greatest marketing videos for any college football team ever. He's, it was amazing. He's what a great it? guy. So it's him they're outside of campus and he's on the street and they've got one of the little police radars set up like if you're speeding yeah. and it's him running <laughs> and uh well, what did he hit well, the one first of his time? assistants like one of the one of the the people at the school like they called and they were like we're looking for uh for coach beamer and she's like i'm sorry he's out of the office right now and then it yeah. just cuts to him running <laughs> and he's like trying to get the thing and then they he gets one of his players to run and it like blows him away he's like no up. line it up again we're going again <laughs> Oh, he's and awesome. a car drives by and he's doing like 30 miles an hour. He's like, I told y'all. <laughs> he said, put it down. Beat that. <laughs> he's oh, awesome. That's Which awesome. one of these quarterbacks y'all like that's transferring in? I think there's only one answer, and that's Devin Leary. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, Leary is a lot. Yeah. As Tennessee fans, should we worry uh, about uh, that? Yes. He's I good. really think so. Everyone always sleeps on Kentucky every year because you're used to your dad's Kentucky team. Yeah. This isn't your dad's Kentucky team anymore. Where did he came? He came from NC State, NC right? State. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's solid. He's solid. What's y'all's opinion on Mertz in Florida? I mean, I think there's a reason he left Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm not buying the Florida hype either. I've heard a lot of good things out of camp, but the, with Florida, yeah. you know, I think they're still about two they're years young, away. Will young. they give Billy the time? I hope so to complete that rebuild. I don't think so, but I think Billy's doing some of the right things. Yeah, I agree. Hey, but top transfer, Travis Hunter. Oh yeah, by far. You know why? Why? Not only is he great at what he does, but he's going to be the best two way player in the country <sighs> this year. I mean, I will agree with that. He you started talking some stuff earlier about he's going to be the greatest of all time. Hey, I love it. I but like him. I mean, he's got the right coach to do it. Yeah, and he's going to be a great D back, and he's also going to be a great receiver. Like, I, it'd be cool to see him well, catch a pass, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, he's. I will say this Colorado, I'm torn between if they are going to be one of the most bet four teams mm -hmm. in the nation early on, mm -hmm. or if people are not buying the hype and they're betting against them. I'm fading. I'm All right, fading. so I was very much on the fading train. Mm -hmm. But here lately, the more I've kind of looked into it and stuff, I might be taking them. Mm -mm. I, I like them. What are we talking about when what you are say they play? Are they, with all this conference realignment, are they in the USA now? Like, <laughs> where are they at? You know, like, you know, we're right back time. into it. They're yeah, one of the four left, aren't they? <laughs> no, well, I mean, no, everybody, no, looks at, well, everybody looks at Colorado as being bad. I mean, especially last year. I mean, can you name what they did, who, who was on the team? I mean, like, they were horrible. He told them to pack their bags. He's bringing Louie. Mm -hmm. And he did. I mean, he's got some He's got some dogs. I can now. name one player. Tennessee great JT Shrout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, Shadur Sanders, I'm glad he's going to get to show I, what he I can will do buy there. that. Uh, against, against Jack. I mean, you know, away from Jackson's State. I, I, I want to see, see him against talent. Yeah. yeah. And remember what um, – Coach Prime said this offseason about his recruiting techniques and stuff. Anybody else would have said it, they would have laid, he would have been canceled. Oh, but, right. yeah. but he said, you know, his offensive players, he wants them to come from a two-family home. Mm -hmm. He wants them to be right, like be at front row in school, like be on straight A's, all mm -hmm. this stuff. But he said he wants his defensive players to be like fighting for their meal. Yeah. Like one parent home, no income, just like dogs. 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 And anybody else says that? Yeah. Canceled. But Dion, I mean, but everybody's thinking it though. I mean, it, it is. It is one of those deals where you want your defensive players to be absolutely just hungry and almost yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah, for sure. So and if he makes it, if Dion turns things around, and let's say they're, you know, I'm not going to say the word powerhouse, but, right. you know, if he's moving the needle, needle hard within you know, three years, is he staying to make it, turn it to that powerhouse by by year by year five, or is he right back down this way? To He's stay. heading to Florida State as soon as possible. I don't think Mark, Mike Norvell is going to make it much longer at Florida State. He's because expectations are high. Yeah, y'all are if looking you, at it the wrong way though. The black and gold, those colors. <laughs> you're not leaving those colors. I think he, it's he all about will money. end up you at Florida State. All about the money. You follow the green, okay? He don't need it. Okay. That's Speaking all. of following the green, Coach have you Prime seen all this hypo? To Oklahoma starting next year. Talk. Oh, I knew it was going to happen. I knew, I knew as soon as Texas and Oklahoma came to the SEC, and they started uh, setting schedules that we were going to draw Oklahoma. We, as in Tennessee, for those of you that don't know, mm -hmm. I'm a huge Tennessee fan. I knew we were going to get it. It's just it sells better. We were just talking about how, you know, ESPN and all this money and, and everything's about money. So you know, what's going to bring more attention and money? A uh, matchup between Tennessee and Texas, or Tennessee and OU. You know, you can play the whole thing of, you know, who's the real UT. And we'll get to that point, I'm, I'm guessing, in the next year. But, I mean, as long as Hyper was there, I knew we were going to get Oklahoma. And and I've been scared of that ever since he got hired. But, I mean, Tennessee's been drawing, you know, the big guns with, with everything. I mean, whether it's NIL, you know, 
paying these these coaches this coaching staff to keep them on. I mean, I I as long as we were down, I do not see them. You know, letting one slip away over you know a, you know a, a well, few digits on on the salary cap. Now, if one just it's... gets up and leaves, that's one thing that's out of our control. But if Oklahoma makes him an offer, I do not see Tennessee countering to at least match or better. Well, that's he's got it. more money. Well, that's what I'm. But I mean, that's where he came from. Yeah, man. that's why I mean, I'm like. Good. You well, know, he didn't end on the greatest circumstances either. You know, he got fired. He was the fall guy for that Oklahoma team. He got fired from Oklahoma, his alma mater. So I've never been one of the people that thought he would leave, but I also think it's disrespect towards Tennessee because Tennessee's a historical powerhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Oklahoma is too, but why would you leave Tennessee for Oklahoma? It's pretty much the same job. Right now, I would say argue that Tennessee is in a better situation than Oklahoma, a lot especially better. coming into the SEC. Hundred percent, a lot better. Um, but I will say this: the I think the the main way that Hype leaves is because of the great Tennessee fans that they are. Uh, <laughs> as soon as they, you know, they're going to get accustomed to winning these games every year, and as soon as they end up having like a, a four loss season. Here, because here pretty soon, like you're gonna hear my take here in a little bit on Tennessee. But as soon as they have one bad year, but in recent years of Tennessee would have been a good year. As soon as they have that little bit of dip, the Tennessee fans are gonna come through like they always do and say, "Oh, it's the coach's fault. We got to get the coach out of here." The thing is, and before I say this, I'm right there with you because I'm a Tennessee fan. So don't come for me. Come for him and come for him. But. (laughs) They've already called for his job on multiple occasions. Oh, I know. The Georgia game last year, they were calling for his job after that. I mean, if you get on Vol, Vol Twitter, is the abyss. Dude, it they, is the darkest place on earth. Tennessee uh, <laughs> a fan. Yes, Tennessee Twitter is, is a you dark don't place. No. <laughs> you do not want to end up. It, it, you and you better watch your mouth when it comes to this podcast because if y'all end up in the wrath of Vol Twitter, I feel for you. I want to be there. I'm not coming for you. I'm either. not coming to save you. I want to be there. I want all the You're never, you're never here anyway, so I won't feel any different in the office. Anyway, I want the smoke. back to Tennessee. I have a feeling. I, I see where you're going with it, but just hear me out. Let's talk about preseason, right off the gun. Give me your four college football playoff teams as it sits right now. Give me your four in. Give me two guys that are looking in, you know, scratching their way in. Give them to me. Come on, BB. Yeah. You want to talk? Okay. See? All right. This is what I've been waiting on. This is the moment right here. My four college football playoff teams. Ohio State won because they have uh, they, they have the easiest route to always get there. Two, Michigan. Michigan might put out more NFL players in this next year's draft than anybody else. And they're loaded. Michigan is loaded. for As far as NFL talent, yeah. loaded. No, I agree. And I, I, I think they make it. The next two are a little hot, all right? (laughs) I just talked a lot of trash (laughs) about Tennessee, but I've got Tennessee in the college football playoff See, I started talking about the abyss, and all of a sudden he's like, shit, I don't want to end up No, 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 no. This is my call last week, okay? Tennessee gets in there. (laughs) Don't want to be here. No. They're winning the Super Bowl. They're winning the NBA Finals. And they will be in the Final Four. Listen. Let's hear it. Tennessee will make it in. Tennessee will have one loss this year. Tennessee will have one loss this year, and it will be Bama. Okay? Yeah. They will lose to Bama. They will win out. They'll beat Georgia. They'll win, every, they'll win all the other games. Everybody thinks South Carolina, another trap game. They'll beat South Carolina. They'll lose to Bama. But the fourth playoff team I have is where it gets a little rocky. Mm-hmm. All right? LSU. And you ask, how does LSU sneak in there? Well, LSU is going to sneak in 
because both Georgia and Alabama, Georgia's going to have three losses. Alabama's going to have three losses. Mm. Okay. Georgia, hey, they, Georgia. Who's Georgia losing to three times? Georgia's losing to Auburn. Ole Miss. Oh, you Auburn's, Auburn's brought in some some. They talent. have a ton of guys from the And they have hit the transfer portal like crazy. Yeah. They flipped a bunch of guys. Auburn's dangerous. Hugh and Freeze does know how to win a Hugh big Freeze game. Hugh Freeze is too. a dog, and he plays up against right. opponents. Like, Hugh Freeze is going to lose against, you know, probably. I don't, I'm not looking at the schedule right now, but if I had to guess, they'd lose somebody like Vandy. All right, that's just what they do. Hugh Freeze plays down to his opponents, but he also plays up to his opponents. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. will beat Georgia. They will also lose to Tennessee, like I said, and they'll lose to Ole Miss. They're going to lose at home. Yes. To Ole Miss. Yes. Why? You think Kiffin's got it in him? I think Kiffin's got it in him. <laughs> Kiffin is also kind of similar to Hugh Freeze. Mm-hmm. He plays up. He plays up, but he also plays down. Oh, there's mm-hmm. no other, there's no better coach for swagger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people hate him from the Tennessee crowd, but, man, I'm, I'm a swaggy guy myself. <laughs> you know, I hate that he left for swaggy. USC, but – and he's yeah, got a cool dog. You can't, he does have a cool dog. You can't help but like him. I mean, yeah. you really can't. Oh, he's awesome. Uh, I like it. So who's your who's your two outside teams? Who's who's getting really close? This this is the last year for four, right? This is the last year for four yep. playoff teams, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So who's who's the who's the last year heartbreakers? Give me five and six. Gerber, take it away. <laughs> I don't know. It's got to be you because my final four is different. Right. Well, I mean, right. if you right. if you've got those two four teams in, it's got to be somebody like Bama and Georgia. Then, but Bama, kinda... but Bama, I, Georgia getting three losses. Uh, I think Arkansas is a sneaky pick. Mm. I like KJ Jefferson. I like KJ Jefferson a lot. I think it's a sneaky pick. I really like Alabama better than Georgia this year, and I know that everybody's looking at Georgia reloading and Alabama losing a bunch of people, but. I think Alabama might be on a little bit of a mission. I think early on they will struggle because Jalen Milrow, they will start Milrow. Milrow cannot throw the ball. Mm-hmm. They will bench Milrow. And I think Ty Simpson ends up being that guy. And I, I'm high on Ty Simpson. I think Ty Simpson's very good. Um, You're asking for Tennessee Twitter to come for you now. I like Ty Simpson. Hey, shout out to, to his dad at uh, UT Martin too. So uh, a, little, a little hometown team there. Um, but, yeah, if I had to pick – you know my my two teams that I I really like it'd be, it would be Arkansas and and Alabama. Georgia's getting three losses. Mm. Hot takes, but they're coming mm. for you. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna. Mm. What I'm do you think saying. about that, Gruber? Who's your four? I've sat and I've thought about this one and thought about this one. I cannot pick against Nick Saban. Can't do it. That's hard. Every every time I think the dynasty's over, Saban comes and says, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know nothing. So, I'm going to go with Alabama. Of course, Ohio State. Ohio State's going to be nasty this year. I don't know mm-hmm. if y'all have heard some of that stuff coming out of Columbus, but it would not surprise me if Ohio State won the natty this year. That running back's not one a bit. dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going with Georgia. My head and my heart tells me no, but I'm going with Georgia. Will they three-peat? Absolutely not. It's hard enough to do it twice. The three-peat's not happening. They're going to 3L. My fourth team, and y'all might not like this one, but my fourth team is USC. Mr. Painted Fingernails himself. <laughs> I like it. My fourth team's USC. I, you're talking about the easiest schedule. 
Oh, they got it. USC's got the easiest schedule. Will they find a way to slip up? Yes, but I think they will make it in as a one loss. Caleb Williams is that dude. Yes. I like it. I like that take. On the outside looking in, of course, is Tennessee. I just – we talked about it last week. They're going to find a way to lose the game that they shouldn't lose. Will it be Kentucky? It's not – that South Carolina game is going to be ugly. I'm letting you know right now. If Heupel has a chance to win that game by 60 points, he will win that game by 60 points. I agree. Mm-hmm. It's going to get dirty. Yeah. What about Michigan? Where's Michigan on your list here? Third out. Damn. Y'all are really not going <laughs> to like this next one. My second team outside looking in is Texas. Ooh. Who do you got winning the QB battle? Uh, Quinn Ewers. I think Arch is going to sit for a year, and I think it's Quinn Ewers' show. Does he stay? Arch? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He, he better yeah, stay. Yeah, well, shit, he better stay for them coming into the SEC, which I'm one of the people who I've always said Tennessee be, being good at football is good for football. Right. Texas being good at football is good for football. Right. Everybody I, can rally behind that. Yes, I, I'm, I really right. want Texas to be good at football right. again, and I'm here for it. I agree. No, I want everybody to be good. I, I want them, when they come in, to – to be good and, 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 you know, like the when Will Ferrell flaps his little deal <laughs> in, in the campaign, welcome to the show. You know what I'm saying? That's how I want them to feel when they come to the SEC. Yeah, I mean, I don't – I do – the last thing I want is ball. Oklahoma and Texas to come in and get curb stomped for two years straight. Because mm-hmm. I do think that them joining the SEC is going to be great for both programs. Recruiting is going to go up. Money's going to go up. Everything's going up. Once they join the SEC, talent also goes up. Yeah. Hey, there's a of, lot of players come out of Texas. I agree. So and I was going to ask you that earlier. You were talking about that guy that said, you know, talent-wise, Florida versus Alabama. Are you talking about the school or are you talking about the state? I'm talking, talking about the, the team itself, yeah. So that that, that he team. transferred into Florida f- from Alabama. Mm. And he's saying that the talent here in Florida, in Gainesville, is comp- very comparable, if not better, than the talent that they have currently in Alabama, I which I believe Alabama coming into it is way overranked. We were talking about this the other day. I mean, I really do. Early I think, in the year, yeah. Early I think in the they year, are. yes. Do I think I they think are, that which they... I hate early early predictions anyways. I think it's stupid. I do too. I want to see week one. Do I think it's possible yeah. they slip up against Texas? Absolutely. 100%. They tried to last 100%. year. 100%. Yes. They should yeah. have last year. Yeah. No, yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. And that's, you know, and I have, here's my four. I have Ohio State number one this year. I think there's just too much talent there. There's too much talent there. I mean, we've been up there for, we were up there, what was it, three years ago for Hawaii? Uh, no, it was way that longer. Was like five. It was five years ago. Even five years ago. We were up there, and uh, we saw them play Hawaii, I think. How bad was the game? It, it didn't matter who they were playing. The fact that the atmosphere, like, oh, granted, it's, awesome. it's never going to be like the SEC because we just do it different here in the South. But – that's a topic for another time because I want that y'all's is a t- thought yeah. on that. But, like, up there, it was cool. It was cool. Um, it was a little different still. Smells but the tradition different. up there is nuts, too. Dot in the eye. I mean, it was it was a cool it was a cool place. And the place was loud. The place was loud. They but got cool jerseys. I have, yeah. <laughs> They're all right. The guy out there marching around was cool, I guess. It was cute. But um, Ohio State, number one. I have Georgia, number two. I have Texas, number three. Ooh. I have Texas number three this year. A little I, bit of a sleeper. I, I don't hate it. I like, really you, have big leap. you have viewers too? Yeah, I have viewers winning. And and the only way I see Arch coming in is if there's some sort of injury. I can see I can see something like that happening, you know, just a freak thing, and then all of a sudden Arch comes in and he doesn't do half bad, and then from here on he excels. Or I mean, have you just, seen the picture of him with like 
with all the other court, other their, quarterbacks? Their quarterbacks are huge. Oh, they're yeah. massive. They're they look, yeah, they look huge. I mean, they're and they have a lot of talent there in Texas. They really do. I, number four, another sleeper, but people forget about Penn State too. Penn, Penn State, State last year, well, last year, what did they finish? Seventh? They finished seventh last year. And, I mean, a lot of talent, tough place to play. They're going to get their home wins, you know. Yeah. Um, they have a lot of guys coming back as well. I like them finishing fourth. A couple guys sleeping in on the, like, five, six. You know, I don't know where it's going to fin- finish up there. But, like I said, uh, Wisconsin, I have them. Washington, they're another team right now getting a lot of votes for that top tier. Um Notre Dame, um, granted, strength of schedule and stuff is a question with that as well. But uh, Ohio State, Georgia, Texas, Michigan, those are my four. Like, it's, and we said what this is the last year for it. So yeah. I'm excited to see this 12 team college football playoff. That'd be fun to yeah. see. I like it. But one thing about Washington, Washington will always bust. Yeah, it's that's a, true. It's a bu- Washington's a bust. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care how hyped up they are, it's a bust. Yeah, it is a bust. Um, one thing about Penn State that I do like is if you look at all the teams that are really good right now in college football, Mm -hmm. all their other sports are also really good. Mm -hmm. And Penn State's kind of on that same boat where Penn State's kind of good at everything right now. Mm -hmm. They just are. They're just kind of good at everything. So they actually put out an NBA player this year too. So, you know, good at everything. Mm -hmm. What's yours? Oh, y'all gonna make me go last? Yeah. <laughs> after I hear all your takes, and I'm taking all mine. Well, I mean, it's hard coming after good takes like okay. this. I will say, mine. I'll say this: Alabama's gonna be out for a mission. When you saw the look of uh, Nick Saban's face when he had to sit there and the uh, um, SEC media days, yeah. That. Well, not the media days, no, but okay. just the the pregame show last year during the playoffs. Oh yeah, yeah. And and they, they just straight up—I can't remember the exact question—but they just straight up asked him something about you know not being here. Mm. And if you could just go back and replay the look, the the instant look on his face, he held his composure, didn't say anything out of line, of course. But like, if you just as a man, when you saw that face, you knew that. <laughs> Who dude was it was that asked boiling. the question? I can't remember. We'll have to go back and pull it up and look. But you know, I just they're out for a mission. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like Tennessee's chances to get them uh, against them. I think that they're going to be out for us because of everything that happened last year. We're playing in Tuscaloosa. I covered this last week. Home games are huge. So, you know, I do like Alabama, but let me come back to them. Georgia, they're not going to beat Tennessee in Neyland Stadium. Back to what I was just saying, home games are huge. But going back to Tennessee, they will find a way to slip up. I'm not sure which game it is yet. Let me look at the schedule. It's probably that Florida game. Not, well, well, you know, that is our first true road <laughs> test, and we're kind of in the same boat. Like, we got so cocky last year after coming back from – you know, nothing. And so, like, you know, that's that's tough. Like, our tr- first true road SEC matchup is in the swamp. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that they're going to have it out for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do feel like we'll have time to prep because of our, our two games prior to that. Right, we're already prepping for Just that let me, game. Let me, let me pull up this. It's definitely Austin B. That's the, that's the trap. No, 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 for no, no. So, I'm I think not. South Carolina is a dog <laughs> roll. I think Neyland Stadium is going to show have you, out for South Carolina. Did you see Heupel in media days when they asked him about the South Carolina game? Mm-hmm. They asked him what game he wanted more this year, or oh, what yeah. game meant more to him last year, yeah. the Alabama win yeah. or the South Carolina loss, and he said the South Carolina loss. Yeah. Well, well, so South that's Carolina's our first game that screwed them out of getting into Exactly, the, and, and that's our ball. first true home game. SEC game. Okay, so I think they – Steamroll, like you said earlier, if they can beat them by sixty points, they will. I hate Spencer Rattler. What bothers me is right after South Carolina, 
we play Texas A&M, which is the week before we go to Bama. And you know, everybody knows about third Saturday in October, like I just said, last year. That's also we after had a bye week, though, right? They have a bye week. They go South yeah, Carolina, yeah, bye, they and then they, they, so they have two weeks to prepare there. Okay, so if they don't slip up there, you know, we go to Kentucky after playing Alabama. So that's two SEC road games in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that y'all look at this, y'all agree with me. They're – they're only losing one game this year. Who's it's Tennessee? It's Alabama. They're only losing one game this year. Alabama. I, I have so uh, many more questions. Y'all look at it, the more y'all I'll, agree I'll with say me. this: if they if they get past Florida on the road, which A&M has at not home. happened in a long time, but I know that they are more talented than Florida. And as a Florida fan, that hurts to say that, but they are. Well, either Florida's way, back to my four: Tennessee's not getting in. It's going to be Georgia out of the East. I do like Michigan and OSU. Um, I hate to put them both in there, but let me tell you something. Back to the SEC. Let me tell you something about LSU. I'm a but I don't I'm not even gonna butcher their names because I don't remember them off the top of my head. But they won the Natty in baseball. It was their coach's third year, right? Mm-hmm. They won a Natty in women's college basketball. It was their coach's third year. This is Brian Kelly's third year at mm-hmm. LSU. And, I, and I'm a I'm a huge baseball fan. Three strikes, so out. I'm all about like <laughs> I'm all about like superstitions and stuff like that. So yes, Alabama will probably take care of business against mm-hmm. Tennessee, but they're going to slip up against LSU. I got LSU and Georgia going to the SEC championship. LSU will be undefeated. Georgia will have the one loss against Tennessee, so that means Georgia will have to win the SEC championship so they can both get in. So that's got me at LSU, Georgia, and let's just say Michigan and mm-hmm. Ohio State. I think Tennessee loses two games this year. They probably the second. Who's the first and second? Well, I mean, the first the first game they lose. I think that they beat they beat Virginia. They beat Austin P. I think they actually beat Florida in the swamp. I really do. Um, say it, it? it does. No, and then I was arguing with you, but I think I was just trying to get a rise out of you a little bit. Um, I think they. I think they're coming for heads in South, uh, playing South Carolina. Absolutely. I mean, that place is going to be absolutely electric. If you want to talk about a spread, well, I don't know. I wouldn't what do you think that opens up as? Ten, maybe. Do you really? It see, de- I think they know. It depends on what happens before then. I can yeah. see ten. Yeah. But what? I don't care if it's no. They don't. 20. Need, they Vegas does not need to open us as a higher spread than that because when the when the when the fans and the TikTok and the Instagrams <laughs> and the Twitter when they know when when the Tennessee fans you were talking about earlier that's not me. You're a good. But, when, but when those Tennessee fans get behind it, that's when we screw up. So. <laughs> Tennessee plays way better as you the know dog. the tight favorite or the underdog or like mm-hmm. when we get big headed that's when they just that's when mess Tennessee up. messes it up. Yeah, there is one kneeling game every year that's just piss and vinegar. It was Ole Miss two years ago mm-hmm. when they're throwing golf balls. Yeah, <laughs> there's always that one game. It was Florida yeah. in 2016. Mm-hmm. You would think it would be Georgia this year at South Carolina. That mm-hmm. South Carolina game is going to be like none other this mm-hmm. year. I think oh, it's going to sure. open up pretty high actually. I think the spread will open up pretty high. I think, but I back to it. I think, I think Tennessee. I think they lose at Bama, and I think that they lose at. Uh, I mean, they lose at home versus Georgia. Ooh. Those are my two. Those are my two. And honestly, like there could be a sneaky game in there where they just kind of fall back, you know, versus awesome, Missouri. Uh, not Missouri, uh, <laughs> Kentucky. I think they'll beat Missouri. <laughs> but hot take. But um, hey, I think Kentucky. Will be better this year. I think Kentucky's going to be I way better. Kentucky's I mean, just looking at the good. transfer portal. Yeah, Will Levis is gone. <laughs> well, they got their offensive coordinator back. Yeah, yeah, that's huge. That is massive. They did lose Chris Rodriguez. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a hurt. They lost uh, Cavassier Smoke too. He's with Colorado. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about what about Ole Miss? 
transfer to the ship. I love them. They, transfer they have the best you, quarterback do, room in the country. You think, they have the best, they you have said the they best beat running Bama, back maybe right? in the country, too. You said they beat Ooh, Bama this year? Speaking of, I wanted to bring this up earlier. Early Heisman favorite, because mine is Judkins. Judkins, yes. That's yeah. what I was just about to say. Judkins is the best running back in the entire nation. It's he between runs. him and Rocket Sanders. Yeah, what a name. You almost have to put him in there for Rocket. a name, but <laughs> You know why he won it? Because I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> and that's exactly that's how it always Rocket is. Rocket Sanders? Judkins, Sanders, Ole Miss Rocky. Is Judkins, old Mrs. Running Back. He was a true freshman last year. Good for him. He's absolutely, <laughs> dude, he is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I believe you. Might I'm just the, saying, like, that's how it always is for me. Like, it's always somebody. But if there's one thing that Lane Kiffin knows how to do, it's how to use running backs, especially in space. And mm-hmm. you and get Quinchon Judkins in space. And oh, it's unreal. Uh, we'll say this, though. Ole Miss always, or Kiffin coach teams, always have a history of starting off really, really hot. Having all this hype, they play well with a lot of hype, mm-hmm. and they play up to these games when they have a lot of hype. Mm-hmm. But then er, later in the year, when when attention starts getting off of them a little bit, they mm-hmm. they start falling apart. That's yeah. just what they like the lot. That's what Kiffin coach teams do. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, they like the lot. So speaking of Ole Miss, this last time I say before we move forward, did y'all see this week? So Starbucks came out with like a like a coffee cup, like a coffee mug that was specifically for like Ole Miss. And it doesn't have any of the actual, like, trademark um, logos on it. It's just, like, little murals of, like, mm-hmm. you know, um, the Walk of Champions mm-hmm. and Hottie Toddy and all this stuff. But they put they put a little mural or picture, if you will, of a stadium that was red and blue, so they got the colors right. But it was actually the exact silhouette of Davis Wade Stadium. <laughs> Mississippi <laughs> State. <laughs> And all the dog fans, and we have a lot of them around here, we're just having a heyday oh, with believe it. it. Can you they imagine? They this is our state. Could you imagine? Absolutely not. Having that kind of mess up? Absolutely. I mean, that's <laughs> the first thing you check. Yeah. That's the first thing you check. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Y'all really not like it? A little no, 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 no. This is a true-ass story. Like, I'm, everybody on, everybody on Facebook it. shared it. I mean, yeah, this Olivia shared it 10,000 times. It is, a, it is an Ole Miss mug, coffee mug. Presented by Starbucks <laughs> with a stadium on it that's red and blue. They got the colors right. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the silhouette, if you're a college football fan in the South and you know your stadiums, it is Davis Wade Stadium in Starkville, Mississippi. In their defense, it is a nicer stadium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is. Let's go trivia. Okay. Oh. Trivia question. This is for Doc and Gruber. Sorry, Brennan. You and I discussed it earlier in the office, so you cannot hey, participate. Fun we can fact, if we they get us on Twitter. If they get stumbled, we can help them. Can I call let, a friend? Let them. We may let you call a friend okay. as long as you do it live on Instagram. If you're not following Acres Down South and Last Call Sports on Instagram, by the way, what are you doing? <laughs> Seriously, we just went live on Instagram. Okay, we did. Here's the question or the task, if you will. I want you guys to name the eight Power Five schools that do not have their the name of their city or state in the school name. Mm. Power five. Mm-hmm. Vanderbilt. Okay, that's one. Good job. Dude, that was quick. Coming in hot. I just played this on trivia the other day. Did you really? But did you I, really? Didn't, I didn't finish it. That's a, oh, I didn't finish oh, it. How far did you get? Loser. I don't remember. But okay. I'm, it's going to take me a minute of thinking to get past that's Vanderbilt. Hard. We have time. We're actually moving quick tonight. Hey, just to let Stanford? y'all know, Savannah that works for us, who does not watch a lick of football, did pretty she got well. she got three she got, of them. yeah she got no I think she got more than that she did well she got two right off the bat yeah. Does, that like doesn't have the city did. or the yeah. state in it mm-hmm. Stanford Stanford Power Five yeah yeah 
I mean, do we still consider the Pac-12 Power Five? It's a snooze fest, but yeah, they're Power Five. Yeah, Stanford. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Purdue. Yes. Purdue mm-hmm. is one. Um, help me out. I'm thinking. Hold on. How many is there? That's three. And how many other? We had eight, but I guess Twitter was wrong. Maybe it was nine. Stanford yeah. was not on the list. Stanford's not on my list, and I literally copied and pasted. Well, this my Twitter. bad. Not Twitter X. You can't trust Duke. X anymore. Duke. Yep. Okay. Y'all are. Y'all are. Y'all are hot. Y'all are hot. Smarter than I thought. Took a lot of student loans to be this smart. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Well, let's think about states first. Mississippi. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Not Alabama. And then not Alabama. You were a lot closer states wise when you said Duke. Over there in like North Carolina area. Okay. Virginia area. Uh, Rutgers. Yep. That was the that's, last that's one. probably the hardest one. So hey, good. You're, yeah. you're, on, hey. you're on a roll. Let's yeah. keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. Rutgers. Um, think south of Duke. Hey, just for a little hint, think about the colorway that I was talking about earlier that is the reason why Dion wouldn't leave. Gold. Uh, black, go, and gold. black and gold. Mm-hmm. He's already, already said Purdue. Purdue. I'm talking about another one. Another black and gold? He's throwing me off, isn't he? <laughs> There's I think no. he is. Oh. <laughs> South of Duke. I don't know where. I mean, Duke's in North Carolina. I'm okay, to so what's below that? South Carolina. Okay, what's in South Carolina? Clemson? Yes. Dude. So that's five? Four? Yep, that's five. You got three so left three from our list. You gave one of them a shout-out last week. <laughs> BYU. That, 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 yes, BYU. Yes. Shout out Mormons. Please keep that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, you need to repent of your sins. We love right y'all. Now. We love YouTube. Um, dude. No, Google it. I want get, to. get off your computer. Yeah, I don't have it on. Um, we said Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. It's Is Baylor one? Baylor's one. Gruber's killing it. Oh, you already took it. I Gruber's, had a couple. I came out hot. There's uh, one left that's on this list anyway. It's not in the SEC. So uh-huh. the ACC. You if, if it's not Southeastern, then it's got to be. Big Ten. I just threw you to a layup. Fuck. Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State. If it's not Southeastern, then it must be. Oh, Northwestern. Northwestern. Exactly. There you go, boys. You made it through. You passed it. You do not have to take a fire fireball shot tonight. Brendan Shit. does then. That's how it works. That's how we're going to start doing it. Every week we'll do trivia, and if the guys who are we doing it get so it. so Brendan could run. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan had to help y'all. Oof. With what? fucking black and gold? <laughs> y'all already said Vanderbilt. I didn't know y'all had said Vanderbilt. Yeah, that was the first one. He's over here trying to steer us off. Yeah. I forgot. That's why bad. I was looking sideways. My, Man. My, 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 let's, let's transition to fantasy football. Too, what, I'm where'd you, thinking where'd like, you finish at Fade Academy? How? <laughs> yeah, I slept through school. Yeah. That's, this is the only shade I'll throw tonight, but it's a good thing we couldn't sports bet on in high school sports because what would the over and under be of, of Brennan Bowman falling when he shoots a three? <laughs> uh, at least over 12 smash a Smash the over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's transition to fantasy football. We could have bet the autumn at a lot of All money. right, let's get it. Myself. Fancy football leagues across the globe are drafting as we speak. Mm-hmm. Give me your this is a fancy redraft league. Mm-hmm. First round, let's just go straight up the middle. Pick five. So, round one, pick five. Who's your Who's your guy? Round one, 
Pick five. You so get, you're assuming that already that Justin Jefferson's gone. Jamar Chase is Jamar gone. Jamar Chase is yeah. gone. Cooper Cup's gone. gone. McCaffrey's gone. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So there's your top. There's your there's top, your top four, four. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, that's an easy pick. CD. I, I don't. <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. I think CD. No, I mean, like, why? Wide receiver one. He will finish this year as wide receiver one. Just I don't like, like last it. time. We're gonna hit this every week, just so you know. I CD's know. gonna be. This is gonna be a. Original thing. Justin Jefferson will finish his wide receiver eight this year. That's hot. This segment's called Who Would You Pick at Five, Not Hot Takes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Five. I'm five. taking CD. Okay. Okay. He's got CD. Go ahead. I'm still a big fan of it, – it depends on strategy. What do you want in your first round? You want a guy that's going to be able to – you know, are you taking a guy that's going to have a high ceiling or are you going to take a guy that's going to have a low floor? And my guy right now with a low floor – that I know is going to put up points every week is going to be Diggs. I mean, high floor. That was going to be mine. Diggs? No. I love Diggs. Diggs would be mine. But this is also, too, you're thinking that Jefferson's gone. You're, uh, Christian McCaffrey's gone. More than likely, Cooper Cup is gone, right? Because he's Well, been going we had that conversation the other day with Cooper Cup and his hamstring. Is he going to go for it? I, I think he's oh, falling right now. Today. Well, yeah, but, but it's, it's a hamstring. It's, it's, it's a hamstring. Linger. It's going gonna, it's gonna to linger. And it, it depends. We're saying redraft, too. So this is a, this is redraft. One this year, is a dynasty. One year redraft. Yeah. Re- yeah. I, I'm taking Diggs. I think Diggs is has the highest floor. Um, he's going to do well this year. I know they have added Kincaid. He's going to be playing in the slot. Uh, you got Cooks is there. He's still you know he's supposed to have a bigger year. Um, Gabe Davis, I think, is going to fall off. Uh, I think Josh Gabe Allen Davis will fall off. I think I think Josh Allen is going to still toss the rock this hey. year. Hopefully, and Shakir. Is a sleeper play on that whole team. Yeah, but the thing is, they just have too many guys in the. They got too so many, many guys. They do. Yeah, but that's gonna be mine right now. Is at at, at one oh five. I'm taking. I'm taking Diggs. I think. Kind of like it. I like You're it. I like the same Diggs. way. Okay. So this is something I like to do. You're saying? Mm-hmm. What do you got something to say? Well, you said CD. He said CD. So. Yeah, I said CD. But okay. I, I'll give another one too that nobody's gonna say. Travis Kelsey. If you're going for a one year deal, there's two players, Kelsey. And Keenan Allen. You're people, somebody. People are forgetting Keenan Allen. I just forgot. They're going to throw the ball a hundred times a game. Over well, you're going. You can get Keenan Allen in the second round. I'm not taking him at five. I don't know. I think in a one year league, I think people are going to take him earlier than that. Mm. You're taking Keenan Allen at five? No, I'm just saying in a one year. All right, he might still be there later on, but I'm saying as far as value goes, the way I value Keenan Allen, I value him that high this year. I mean, take last year out of the equation, he's been very healthy and very steady throughout his whole career. And he was great when he came back from injury. Yeah. Oh, Do you want to know what Keenan Allen's ADP is right now? Third or fourth round, probably. 39 and a half. Yeah. He's the 39 and a half pick. Yeah. How do you have a half pick? Well, I mean, just average, sleeper average. Yeah. yeah. He's going 39. Yeah, nobody's we'll talking him, about him. Nobody. Paul Hardman. And you know who's uh, in front of him? You got Debo. You got Metcalf. You got Devontae Smith. You got Higgins. You got Olave. You got Waddle. You got Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, Adams, Lamb. That's crazy. I mean, I don't agree with Debo, a lot of that. We're forgetting about Tyreek Hill too. I totally forgot about yeah, Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I forgot about Tyreek. And I think Tyreek Hill could be num- the number one PPR guy. Easily, but you could also make the argument that Jalen Waddle finishes above Tyreek. Yeah, you could. Jalen Waddle, his production rep- is dependent on how healthy Tua is going to be this year. Tatua. So as long as ta- as long as tattoo is out there and he's being able to throw it because his accuracy I don't know if you've seen it in camp which I mean you can take what you want with camp grain of salt whatever but I mean he's he's an accurate quarterback for the most part I mean he's he's not he's not going to do anything out there spectacular but he's going to get the guys that need the ball in their hands hey he's got a cool henna tattoo now too is it henna 
I bet. Oh no one told you. I bet it's him. It, it is not no, him. Miami has got to be real. It's got to be real. Hey, at least but he that's my thing. So you, so you like Diggs? I like Diggs. I'm changing my pick to Tyreek Hill. Okay. And yours is Keenan Allen. No, CD. Okay, not CD. CD's a lot. Big germ. Who do you like, Germ? I like all those guys. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if they're all taken because you got them, I'm about to go with Justin Tucker. Man, I mean, the dude's got a, a <laughs> dude's got a cinder block for a foot, man. Kickers are fewer far between these days. Well, if that's if that's who you're taking at five. I mean, who are you taking at one in a redraft? Are you taking CMC or are you taking Justin Jefferson? I'm taking Jefferson. In a redraft, one year I'm taking CMC. It really? depends if the commissioner has scoring on catches as one point as well. One point catches. Yeah, this is people. I got to go receiver. I got to. I mean, it just means so much, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it really does, especially when you have the bonus points if it's, you know, 50-plus yards and stuff, right. which our commissioner does. Shout out, Shane. He got <laughs> on to me last week when we didn't give him didn't a shout-out. Shout, shout out, out, Shane Worf. I hate Shane. <laughs> Shane is the worst commissioner ever. I, when he gets I Shane sent him a here. strongly worded uh, email today uh, about how he is the worst commissioner. Um, Dude, that's a tough job not to get paid, though. Oh, it is. It is. But he's been declining my trades. Yeah. Is that his throwing, name? Yes. I've been throwing him bones, and he's been declining my trades. So me and him have problems right now. Well, I, mean, Bro. I don't blame him. If, you, if it's the same type of quality trades that you're sending me in our <laughs> league, then I don't I, I don't nothing, blame him one I bit. I send nothing but good trades. Yeah. You just try to palm Damian Pierce off on everybody. <laughs> yeah. But, hey. Here's, he's good. Damian here's, Pierce. Here's one thing. Uh, back, to, back to that, though. Um the 49ers offense was made for Christian McCaffrey, and Christian McCaffrey was made for the 49ers offense. Mm-hmm. So that is why if we're going one year, I'm taking a full year of CMC at the 49ers with a full offseason to prepare. I'm taking that all day over Jefferson, strictly because you know that CMC is going to get all the work. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy will be the quarterback this year. He looks good. He looks great. But you know the history of them. He could get hurt. Trey Lance could get hurt. <laughs> all, of, all of them the could get team. hurt. Sam Darnold. going to be starting quarterback. Yeah. So you know that CMC is yeah. going to get work. Mm-hmm. And Jefferson, I love Kirk, but he Jefferson's going to be double teamed the whole entire year pretty mm-hmm. much. So he, And he might be. I just think he's good enough to split a double team. I, mean, well, I, like I, just, I think he is too. He's, just so, he's unreal. He's yeah. a talent Jordan Addison breakout. Yeah, Jordan Addison breakout. For sure. Addison I'm not as high on Jordan Addison as y'all are, but I think he's going to be good. I just don't think it takes away the production from Justin Jefferson. We can agree to disagree. But, yeah. TJ Hawkins, another guy too. Yeah, he's yeah, he's another guy. But I don't think that is as crowded as Buffalo. No, no absolutely not. not. I don't think there's a room in the NFL as crowded as that one. Mm. Uh, I, was thinking I, I don't think so either. I don't, I don't know. Look at the 40, 49ers. 40, yeah, that, the 40, 49ers, I take it back 49ers. When Brandon Ayuk is your fourth mouth to feed. Yeah, that's I mean, tough. That's, well, we're going to be playing wheelchair football out there. According <laughs> to you, so. They will. Hey, well, I know we're probably going to cover it here in a minute, but I thinking about that, Devontae Adams, I was thinking about 49ers quarterback, Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where the hell you were going. You well, were it, it started. I started thinking about the quarterbacks, and I started thinking about Jimmy G. Do you think Devontae Adams finishes the year at Oakland? He's going to get pissed off, or he's going to push another reporter. You know, or, or probably both. That's the thing is, you know, they're going to keep Diggs happy in Buffalo because of the way he acted last year at the end of the year. So the ball's going to stay in his hands, which is another reason why I'm so big on him. But 
The same thing with Devontae Adams. He's going to be vocal. If he's not getting his – he's going to demand over 150 receptions this year. And he's Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. I don't care what anybody says. Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Devontae gets the ball that much early on. Right. And I think he gets mad, mm-hmm. requests a trade, ends up with the Jets. Not about to say, do you think do you think Aaron Rodgers goes for him? He's already that's why after, he, he's already went after Cobb. Well, that's why he also cut his salary. He took a salary discount because he said you don't know who will be there in the middle of the year. And Cobb was almost my sleeper last week for that reason. Mm-hmm. Like I know he's, you know, a little older and stuff compared to to Adams, but just going back to that chemistry, that's with, wheelchair football with him and Aaron Rodgers. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. No, I if agree. He, if he oh, goes, to the, if he goes to the Jets, I mean, it's an automatic connection. That, well, that's my thing is, and speaking on chemistry, like the whole quarterback stack too, like that's huge, mm-hmm. right? So that's, that's I love like to do. you love like. Do you what's your value of a quarterback stack? Quarterback, wide receiver, one in DFS, very high. <laughs> in DFS, huge DFS stack guy. everybody. Yeah, no, I, no, I, I understand. But even like PPR board. though, like PPR, like what's your what's your opinion on I that? Like having it. a you yeah. you all for the stack? Do you force a stack? But I, I only mm. want to stack one. Uh, yeah, in, in normal season long fantasy, I'm stacking. With, with if Mahomes, if you can get Mahomes and Kelsey, that's it's a horrible ter- it's a horrible draft strategy because you're wasting two early picks on a quarterback and a tight end. Mm-hmm. But if you can get them some kind of way, mm-hmm. that's a great. strategy. If Kelsey falls to like an eight, and then you can snag yeah. a early second round pick with Mahomes yeah. if he's not gone yet, yeah. then yeah, I agree. Great strategy. Yeah, I, I don't think you that. force it. I mean, if you, if it comes to you, then absolutely, I win games. For instance, last like year. a like a like a ten or a twelve team. Let's say twelve team. 12-team stacks right now, from what I've been doing research on through Sleeper, that 2-3, I mean that, yeah, that second. Yeah, shout-out Sleeper. Overall, that is the best fantasy app. It's not even close. Once we transition from ESPN to Sleeper, I feel like just everything changed. But, and it's real-time updates, it's boom, boom, boom. You can bet on that, too. Immediate betting. I mean, I love it. So, for us to generate, it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) But but that's the thing, though. If you look at it, when it comes down to, like, the second, third round, you can still possibly get a solid stack with Jalen Hurts, but you're going to be reaching for a Devontae Smith. Or, you know, you're waiting for that next fourth, fifth round, and you're like, hey, I can grab a high-ceiling Justin Fields, which finished, you know, like, what, top – I think it was top seven PPR last year at the end of the year – with a DJ Moore who is new there in in Chicago. That's a deep – hey, we were talking about deep wide receiver rooms. That's a deep wide receiver room too. Yeah, that is too. That is too. But that just depends on what you think. You know, do you want to try to force a stack? <clears throat> or are you taking best available? Best available, but I will say this. If I have Jalen Hurts, I'm not going to try to reach for Devontae Smith. I'm going to try to get uh, Dallas Goddard later on, and that's going to be my stack. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to play as my stack is Dallas Goddard. Mm-hmm. I think Dallas That's Goddard solid. has a great year. Yeah, I agree. I think and just and if I'm going to stack somebody like that, instead of trying to reach, I'm going to play what comes to me later, and I like yeah. Goddard. Yeah. Because if you don't get Kelsey or, you know, shoot, I think Waller's going to have a great year. Well, there's year. other cheap stacks you can get. You can get the Russell Wilson, Jerry Judy stack, and I think Love that it. could end up being – Smash. What about what about the Chase Burrow stack? Yeah. Yeah, you can you can snag a Chase Burrow. Stack. What's Burrow's ADP right now? Burrow's ADP right now. He's going you know thirty four. Not taking it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I mean, you're talking. I mean, there's other ones. Late though. second. Yeah, I'm not taking that. You but in your, order for you uh, to get Chase, you're going to be at the two or three. So you can go yeah. your super cheap and get Kirk Cousins and Jordan Addison. I mm. like that. You can get Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. But I don't think Addison is startable. In, in a 12-team, he's in startable a 12 right team. away. Yeah, absolutely. But in a 10-team, yeah. I don't think he's startable until later in the year. I agree. 
I agree. I agree. But then also too, you you got Diggs Allen. You can maybe snag too, because uh, that's going to maybe be that guy that yeah. falls into that mid second round. Mm-hmm. You have a Lamar Jackson. He just doesn't have a wide receiver to throw to. You know, unless you believe on Rashad Bateman, which we'll get into in a second. Speaking of that, did y'all see the J.K. Dobbins news? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, that is wild. What is it? I didn't say it. Look, all I'm saying is pick up Gus Edwards right now. <laughs> See, I told you yesterday. We had this conversation yesterday of why I'm not dropping Gus Edwards. Well, that Baltimore backfield has just been a it's, struggle. It's a nice I mean, and Gus is not going to be good. No, but I'm saying if you're in, if you need somebody, go ahead and pick him up right now because J.K. Dobbins might not be back. Yeah, told you. I told you that yesterday. I'm still saying he's going to be ass though. Gus yeah. Edwards yeah. is still ass. Well, no, he's not my starter by any means. J.K. Dobbins just my doesn't have leverage. He didn't have leverage. That's yeah. that's what's against him. He has no leverage right now. Yeah, Gus Edwards has brick for hands though. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins can actually catch. He can catch. My yeah. one-two punch at running back are Derrick Henry, Najee Harris, and I'm running A.J. Dillon in the in the flex. Like we said last week, if A.J. Dillon was on any other team, he'd be the starter. Mm-hmm. But I have running back one. I have Gus Edwards. I need to drop a running back, but I'm not dropping him now because of the J.K. Dobbins situation. Yeah, I think because nothing ticks me off more, especially in our league. Because we're running the dynasty league, we've been the the same core group for like almost ten years now. Nothing ticks me off more than when you drop somebody and then immediately they're the next guy. Somebody else picks them up. You're like, damn it! You the know, Colorado like, special. Yeah, that's that's yeah. exactly what that is. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, but that's exactly. Blue crap I'm going special. for stack purposes. Just like I said last week, people have forgotten about him. I like Deshaun Watson. I think in a redraft league, I think you can get him late. So give me Amari Cooper early, and then let me stack him with Sean. I hey, think that's the, that's a stack. Right I will there. agree. I think Got that's one be. of the best stacks to make because you can get them at reasonable ADPs. Exactly. For a redraft mm-hmm. league. And right. Amari Cooper is a sneaky, sneaky wide receiver one on the air. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's my stack. That's a solid stack. That's I think all stack. in all, you don't force it, but if it's there, you take it. Yeah. Right. So no, I think that's a good that's a good take. Yeah. I don't think you stack the the big dog. Like if you get if you have a big dog like a Mahomes, you don't stack him with Kelsey, like because you're wasting two early picks on something like that. Like, I don't think you do those stacks. Do. Yeah, I don't hard. think you do the Allen Diggs, honestly, because they're yeah. two big dogs. They're two big dogs. Yep. Mm-hmm. Chase you're, wasting, you're missing. You're missing top tier. Those are yeah. hard to do. Talent. All the ones that yeah. are hard to do. But Chase I think, Burrow, no. yeah, I think as far as when it comes to like actually being able to pull off in a live draft in a redraft league, I think the Amari Cooper, the Sean Watson stack is probably the. Easiest to obtain. I think the highest ceiling, though. I think highest ceiling is Fields. Fields, DJ Moore. Fields, dude. Fields had a crazy year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had a crazy year at the last part of the year. I mean, like that last like half was insane. And if he can sustain that, and then now he has a solid guy to throw to. I mean, yeah. Who did he have last year? Colgamet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> he didn't really have anybody. Now he, no, drunk. but he did and most he, of that on his legs. And, yeah, on the legs. But but the thing now is that he not only has chemistry with DJ Moore. I don't know if y'all saw that interview or whatever. They were sitting there talking back and forth, back and forth, whatever. But um, they look like they're best friends already, and that's something you want to see as a fantasy owner. If you have that stack, I mean, that's dangerous going forward because he is literally. I mean, he's he's a talent. He is. DJ, DJ Moore, Moore is solid. He's, he's been solid with horrible quarterback play. Who, who's just been his quarterbacks? Like, I mean, you got Andy Dalton. Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. yeah. He was seeing ghosts, too. <laughs> Gruber. PJ, PJ, uh, what's the PJ, uh, the XFL quarterback? Uh, PJ Tucker. No, no, no. The uh, the PJ XFL Tucker. quarterback that played for the for Carolina last year. Uh, that everybody loves PJ. 
PJ. Oh, PJ uh, Wash. No. What? It started with a You're W. You're thinking about think. NBA players right now. No, I was no, PJ no, no, no. Tucker was NBA. No, it's not PJ. T- PJ Tucker's NBA player. PJ Washington NBA player. No, it's PJ. Um, PJ look it up. I'm looking. Look, look it up because that was his quarterback last year, and he was actually surprisingly his best quarterback last year. Walker. PJ Walker. Thank yes, you. All right. PJ Walker was better than Baker and Darnold last year. Yeah, mm. I agree. Mm. I agree. Gruber, talk to me. Who's your breakout running back this year? Tony Pollard, what do you think about him? What do I think about Tony Pollard? Mm -hmm. I don't like the Cowboys' offense. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I do think Tony Pollard's going to have a breakout year. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's fair to say Tony Pollard breakout year because Tony Pollard somewhat broke out last year. Yeah, no, I agree. agree. When you're thinking of breakout running backs, you're thinking more of – you can't say Bijan. Bijan's third on that unofficial depth chart. You see that? Mm -hmm. Cordero. Patterson's the guy. Yeah, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> it's unofficial. The uh, the head coach has already come out and said that's not the same depth chart that's sitting in his office. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I like breakout. I mean, a lot of there's a lot going on with Gibbs too. But I mean, like he has a lot of. I think I think that's kind of an established thing that Gibbs is going to do well this year. Um, Rashard White. He's good. Rashad <laughs> White. Rashad White is the most talented running back in the last three drafts. He's more talented. He's more talented than Bijan. Okay. No. No. Rashad White my, is so talented. He is super talented. My thing is, um, compared to last year, my my biggest breakout this year is going to be James Cook. J- by far, I mean, he's going to have the opportunities there. Um, when it comes down to it, last year he had eighty nine carries. On those 89 carries, he averaged 5.7 yards a carry. Solid. Give the give the guy carries, which he will obtain this year. Allow, you know, Josh Allen to dump it off to him. And he won't get any work. goal line work, though, is the only problem. Who's going to get it? Josh Allen. That's what they always do. They don't let anybody run it in except for But Allen. I think, too, I've, I, I mean, at least, at least from watching some of the stuff that's going on, on on Twitter, these guys, these beat writers that are, you know, pretty established have said that this year that Josh Allen is looking to throw first this year at yeah. least. Just because he takes so much damage. And the worst thing that can happen in Bills Bills for Bills Mafia is the fact that Josh Allen gets hurt. Oh yeah. Because if they if he gets hurt, who's throwing the ball to Diggs? Oh, and if Diggs sure. is not happy, Diggs is gonna be leaving. For sure. But I will say this too, Bills also got another back this offseason that is a great Goal line back because that's all he is. He's nose down, he's run, big, big dude, yeah. Damian Harris. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's he's good. I like it. Which is why last week when we were talking, I think they're very comparable to Detroit's backfield too. With oh Gibbs yeah, and, the one two bunch. Yeah, I did I like your so. point on Rashad White. You know, Rashad White finished top ten in receptions last year yeah. as a rookie. He did. So I do like the Rashad White pick, I, but I could see it being. Either of the two running backs in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I would say Kenneth Walker didn't officially have a breakout season before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I could see Kenneth Walker getting that breakout. I could also see uh, Charbonnet. Mm. I really think if Charbonnet gets he's the healthy. opportunity. Yeah. Oh, well, not healthy, but he's back at least practicing. He's practicing. Mm-hmm. Kenneth Walker's not. Yeah, no. He'll get all the third down work probably. Yeah, I Charbonnet. think so. I think so. And then, two, Madison. Love Madison. Yeah. I mean, granted, every single time he stepped in for – for Cook, he's played he's well. Produced. So, I mean, like, I don't know about breakout. Like, I don't know if that's considered a breakout. I mean, if you strap a four on Madison, you wouldn't even be able to tell the difference between oh, him and Cook. I mean, they look identical, right? The dreads hanging out the back of the helmet and everything. So, I mean, I've given up on Cam Akers. 
that ship has sailed to me. Uh, it doesn't matter how much hype's coming out over there. Well, it's the same Sean thing McVay you heard out. last year. Yeah. I don't think that relationship's mended. You know, mm-hmm. they were they wanted to trade him. Yeah. We're four weeks into the season. We're talking about Cam Akers getting traded, and he would never play another snap. Right. Now we're back to the same conversation we had last year. Cam Akers is the guy. And they got Zach Evans. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move to, I mean, wide receivers real quick. I mean, what breakout wide receivers do you got over there? Brennan, you got any breakout wide receivers? Chris Olave. Yeah, solid. I mean, he had a good year last year, but now he's got a quarterback. Yeah, um, and I'll tell you, too, I think Jerry Judy could potentially have a top 12 finish in mm-hmm. the wide receiver category. Mm-hmm. My hot my, take, my too, I think that Cortland Sutton can also finish in front of him. I mean, it's possible. Cortland Sutton hasn't been healthy, but you that was all the talk for mm-hmm. the past two years is Cortland Sutton. He's the guy. I mean, but, he had so much going into, like, what was it, two years ago? They are like, this oh, guy's a so top ten right. wide receiver. I mean, but easy. Judy is – when you talk about route runners, Devontae Adams, I've, Stephon Diggs, top, Judy is right I've up said there. it since his rookie year. That is the best route runner in the NFL. He's unreal. Yeah, I agree. I mean, another another good breakout wide receiver this year would be your sleeper, who is Elijah Moore. I mean, he is another good route runner. Speed, I mean, can work in space, can make things happen from nothing, and solid. I, I think the quarterback upgrade is going to be the biggest part of that Elijah 100%. Moore breakout. 100%. But I also like Jahan Dotson. Dude. I mean, Jahan Dotson last year before that little ankle tweak he had, Jahan Dotson was – He was hot. I think Dotson's the number one there now, too. I know I know I everybody think, loves McLaurin, but I think Dotson, Dotson's more talented than McLaurin. I agree. Especially I agree. if you're talking dynasty leagues, I'm taking Dotson over McLaurin. Right, I agree. I agree. And sure. I think Sam Howell can spin it, dude. Oh, Sam Howell's good. He's getting slept on, man. He's He is really getting slept on. Coach he's Sam not Howell? a sexy pick. That's the thing, though. He's not a sexy pick. <laughs> no, I'm always a good-looking dude, though. <laughs> no, but, like, <laughs> but. Another receiver that I think would, you know, factor into this breakout player you can't really say it yet because he's not officially on the team, but Justin Ross. Yeah. He was the best receiver on that Clemson team. And you got to think of that Clemson team. You're talking T. Higgins. You're talking some of those guys. And Justin Ross was by far the best receiver on that team, and he got hurt. He looks healthy. He's if, a physical freak. If dude. Justin Ross is healthy, he will be the number one in Kansas City. All the reports from training camp, he has been unreal. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. You picked him up, too. <laughs> I did pick All him right. up. I dropped him. Any last calls? Mm, I mean, the breakout deal has to do with how good this quarterback does this year. But, you know, this is only his second year. But I, give me Drake London for a minute. You know, mm. see how Desmond Ritter is slinging it in Atlanta. You know? Mm-hmm. Not a happens. big Desmond Ritter guy. Big yeah, Drake not, London I guy. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. not huge either, but we're talking about breakouts. We're talking sleepers. Y'all took a bunch of the ones I want to talk about. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> Maybe we need to start, start we down need to start there with Jacob. No, no, big no. Big from now on. Hey, I, I love, love the Drake way. London pick because if you want to talk about just physical tools, yeah. Drake London's got every single physical tool there could be to right. be a second-year guy between him, Watson, and Olave. Two of those guys are going to be good, and I yeah. think it's going to be Olave. It's just the problem that he's got Drake the London. quarterback from the deaf and the blind. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but um, my last call would be Damian Pierce still finishing in front of Richard White. <laughs> you, don't stop, you don't stop mispronouncing his name. <laughs> no, but real quick, real, one question, real quick. Last call. I got into an argument with some guy at work today. Um, who are you taking on a team right now? You had to win one game. My last call. One, you had to win one game. My last call is going to be a question. If you had one game, not dynasty, not fantasy. 
if you had to have one guy lead the team at quarterback, are you taking Josh Allen or are you taking Aaron Rodgers? Uh, one game? One game. Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Why? I think that Aaron Rodgers' ball placement is second to none. I think Aaron Rodgers can make throws that other people can't. I'm not taking anything away from Josh Allen. And if you look at the way the league's going and having a running a mobile quarterback mm-hmm. is great and all, but if you're talking about just being able to make throws that nobody else can make, mm-hmm. it's Rodgers. Okay. All right, Grub, what do you think? So one game, Josh Allen – or Aaron Rodgers, not fantasy. Who are you taking if you had to win one game? You're in the Super Bowl. Are we talking both in their primes? We're we just talking just about? right now, right now. Oh, right the, now, yeah, uh, right now. So I would take Josh Allen, mm-hmm. and mine's more so because of the legs, just that extra dimension he has. Aaron Rodgers used to have it somewhat. Josh Allen still has it. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you remember that Chiefs Bills game from the mm-hmm. divisional series a couple years ago, Josh yeah. Allen tried everything he could to win that game. Yeah. Only bad thing was Patrick Mahomes was on the other side and. We know how it ended, but mm-hmm. if I had to take one game, I'm going Josh Allen. Right. And that's that's pretty much the same as my take, honestly, is the fact that, I mean, you're talking about a guy that's 39 or you're talking about a guy that's in his prime in his mid-20s, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and the old bull. Yeah, now bull. they want the young calf. <laughs> yeah, so that's my thing. And I think this year you're going you're to see a big leap in Josh Allen's throwing abilities. And like we said, right now I'm taking Josh Allen for the fact that I think he's a weapon – on his legs for sure. I mean, there's not much that the guy can't do. Uh, I think he's a good leader in the locker room, and I think he's going to be able to get a team over the hump. You know what I'm saying? I know Aaron Rodgers has done that in the past, but this isn't the past. This is one game right now, and I'm taking Josh Allen. I agree with everything you said about Josh Allen, not taking anything away from Josh Allen. I think the game is definitely moving to a mobile quarterback game, just like Brennan said. But – until Aaron Rodgers is gone, I've just seen him do it too many times. It's hard mm-hmm. for me to bet against the guy. It's just like Nick Saban we were talking about earlier, you know. Until he's gone, it's just hard for me to say he can't do it, mm-hmm. you know. It's a, that's a hard question. It's a no, good, it's, that's a it's good a last, tough, it's a that's tough a, question. Hey, well, who are the receivers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that was that because, was who's because, the coach? Because yeah, yeah, I, I don't. Yeah. All right, here's the thing: if it's Rodgers, I don't care who the coach is. Yeah, Rodgers is the coach, pretty right? Much. Yeah. But I will say this: if there are no, if you know, if we have. Um, you know, we throw. I don't know. Um, McCall Hardman. Um, they have. They both Juju. have. No, Juju. how about this? How about this? They both have the chief receiving core. The current from chief receiving core. Yeah, from right now. Ooh, that makes. I'm, I'm taking Allen. I'm taking Allen. I'm taking Allen. <laughs> I'm okay. Taking what Allen. if What if they both have the Jets receiving core? I'm taking Rodgers. You're taking Rodgers. What's the difference between the Chiefs and the Jets? Garrett Wilson. Corey Davis is actually going to have really good chemistry. With I think Rodgers. that's a good sleeper, honestly. I love Corey yeah, Davis. I agree. He's been slept on his whole career and never had a really good quarterback. He will be good. Um, I'm going Rodgers. Okay, so 2v2, split. Yeah. Okay. But if you give me the Chiefs receiving core, yeah. outside of Kelsey, they're all kind of unproven. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Allen. I'm okay. glad you said the coach doesn't matter because that leads to my last call. Okay. That Jets offense isn't going to be what people think it's going to be. I can see it being, at best, middle of the pack because you know who the offensive coordinator for the Jets is, right? Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, yeah, Hackett. Yeah. We saw what he did to the Broncos last year. And -hmm. you can say Aaron Rodgers doesn't matter. Russell Wilson is a damn good quarterback. I I, I don't see how one year changed everybody's mind, but I don't think that... Nathaniel Hackett's going to have that team as a top 10 offense. I know there's talent, but I just think that the play calling is going to be so abysmal. I agree with that, and I agree with Hackett 
being horrible. But I will say this: Russell Wilson is more of a systems quarterback, where he was with Pete Carroll in a system the whole his whole career, mm-hmm. and he was used to that system. Rodgers has been through a couple of coaches now, and Rodgers has been mm-hmm. great with every single coach. But here's the other thing: Sa- uh, Robert Sala, or however you say his name, Sala, whatever. Close. He said today that Rodgers has the complete call on all these. Calls. I mean, he mm-hmm. Hackett is just basically a figurehead. I mean, he didn't say that, but I mean, Hackett's a figurehead pretty yeah. much. It's it's Rodgers' call. Gotcha. Which is fair. You know, Peyton Manning had an awful offensive coordinator when he was with Colton won a Super Bowl. Yeah. It's possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it happening. Manning made all his calls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all right. Well, I'll give you my, my last call. Um, everyone needs to sell JT right now. I agree. Everyone I agree. needs to sell. JT sell. is a fantastic running back. And if everybody doesn't know who JT is, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Sell Jonathan Taylor right now. Mm. That situation scares me, though. I mean, I'm, me I'm not touching it. Well, I'm not going to say that. If the price is right, I'm touching Jonathan Taylor. I sent some trades out for him. I'd take pause. him. Yeah, pause. I'd, ta- <laughs> I'd take him. But it has to be a right price. Yeah. There, uh, I don't think the, the, the um, relationship at the Colts can be mended right now. Think if he does play, it's a horrible year. He isn't happy. They're not happy. Colts struggle. I think if he's traded, I don't know who he really goes to. Uh, Dolphins would be the perfect situation, and he would oh, have no. a pretty good year. Um, but people have also said that he goes to the Chiefs. Mm. Chiefs have been relevant for running backs, mm. but I don't know. I think Mahomes has just proven now that he is. Well, it's a crowded Jonathan. backfield, too. You got Pacheco and then you got McKinnick, right? Yeah. Well, Jonathan Taylor moves right into oh, RB1. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, not even close. Yeah. And Andy Reid would have a field day with Jonathan oh, Taylor. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? He'll find a, he'll find a way to play all of them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he, he yeah. will. But my, my opinion right now is sell JT. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Titans fan, and if I y'all have it. a friend named Kyle, <laughs> tell him to sell him, too. <laughs> Speaking of the Titans, we got good news out of camp today. Ron Tannehill said that DeAndre Hopkins is back to his old self That's in cool. true form. So with that being said, I think he takes a lot of pressure off of our boy Traylon Burks. Mm-hmm. Like he had a little bit of a underperforming, mm-hmm. you know, last year. He had the conditioning issue. He had a little injury. It's our first cold. year without AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Give me Traylon Burks as a thousand yard receiver this year. I love it. Last call. call. That is my last call. I love it. I love it. I love it. Last call. This has been Last Call. Peace.